Chris Mendelkin. How you doing? This is On The Line, the NBA Deep Dive Pod. Welcome back. If you're new to the show, you can check out previous episodes on our website, onthelinepodcast.com. You can check out old deep dives, old drafts, all the old stuff we have talked about regarding the NBA. It's all up there on the website. And uh, if you like this show, please do me a favor, rate, review, and subscribe to us in Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get podcasts. I greatly appreciate it. All right, welcome back, guys. Hope you're having a great week. As you probably have figured out, we have a exciting new piece of little intro music there. Um, real quick, I want to say a special, special, special thanks to Peter, Bjorn, and John, the amazing, incredibly talented Swedish indie pop band. Um, we have borrowed their music for the last, I don't know, year and a half, two years. Big thanks to those guys, Peter, Bjorn, and John. Tomorrow Has to Wait is the name of that song that we uh, would intro and outro the podcast with. Please, please, please go buy their album. It's called Gimme Some. It came out in 2011. You can find it in all the you know various digital, uh, I don't know, marketplaces, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get uh, music. And uh, thank you to those guys. And welcome, uh, Leatherette. They are the incredible duo of Andy Harbour and Richard Roberts. They are an awesome kind of fusey house electro hip hop uh, duo making music out of England. Ben tipped me off to this song, so I hope you like it. Uh, we're going to continue tweaking and messing around with it a little bit, but um, alas, that is that. Uh, hope you guys have had a great week. We are back with part two of the Balds Draft. I'm not going to tip my hand here. It's going to get real funky. So here it is. Enjoy it. Part two of the Balds Draft with the one, the only, Ben Croft. This is pick number five overall. We are officially halfway through the draft. This is round three, number uh, number five overall. Team CW is on the clock with my third overall Bald. Ben, I'm shaking up the board. Oh, boy. Taking a bit of a different approach here. This is on the fly, just making a choice with my third third overall bald. I am very proud to select the mailman, Carl Malone. Uh, Of course. Yep. So, Ben, when we think about Carl Malone, um, you know, what comes to mind? We think about <laughs> we think about the volleyball spike. We think about diving into the stands to save a ball, the iconic mailman delivery of the ball to the rim with the slam, the one hand behind the head, cocks it back, jams it down, uh, snatching those defensive rebounds, pushing with the outlet pass. You know, Ben, it's interesting. Um, I want to see if you'll pick up what I'm throwing down. But when when I when I think back on the career <laughs> and the footprint of Carl Malone, there's kind of a vibe of a WWF wrestling heel. Yeah, you don't say. And Malone was a mean, mean bald machine. I mean, he yeah. played with a surly, angry bald energy. And mm-hmm. I don't know how much of this is a projection. But Malone is one of those guys that gets like lumped into that lame kind of class of player that like, oh, he's a Hall of Famer, but he never won an NBA title, right? And I think Mm -hmm. that maybe coupled with playing in Utah and wearing those purple jerseys and losing in spectacular fashion to to Michael Jordan's Bulls two times in the NBA final... Being a bit of a playoff choker, yeah, I would say. Yeah, Malone, you know, gets, uh, he takes a lot of flack. But if we're yeah, being honest, does. man, 
he has sometimes, you know, I mean, he's been an NBA punching bag, but let me say it now. I mean, Carl Malone was 100% badass on and off the court. 12 on the shot clock. Here he is. Maybe the last chance. He's got it. 50. Your call, Bob. You said it. He's going to get 50 points. What a game. Carl Malone, all he hears all year long, all season long, is all these up and coming young players. Well, you know what? He delivered in a big game today 50 points. What an effort. This is a yeah. two time MVP a 14-time All-Star, a two-time All-Star Game MVP, a, an 11-time All-NBA first-teamer. 11 times. 11 mm. times mm. he was in the first-team All-NBA. Three team, a three-time All-NBA defensive first-team. Malone was a machine. Off the court, mm-hmm. he uh, obsessively and famously loved riding uh, motorcycles, uh, wearing there's an amazing where did you find this this picture of him in yeah. front of the motorcycle with this leather jacket I know um, I know holy shit yeah I don't know where you dug that up that is incredible that's breathtaking so <laughs> I mean this is a guy that was just proud to live the life that he loved and wanted and he mm-hmm. loved motorcycles he was an avid outdoorsman um, he loved being tough this is a guy that had massive biceps. Um, he would go to the gym. He would and he would wear cut off t shirts around Utah to show off the guns. Um, yeah, he, looking at this first picture you sent of him in the in the wrestling ring with no shirt on. Yes. It's I mean I always you know you always yes. knew that this dude was a so, was a fucking yep 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 monster. But only when you see that you're like Jesus. So I mean, he literally looked like a professional wrestler. Talking it talking about wrestling. Let's bring it full circle here. We when we talk about the off court achievements for Carl Malone. It's, you know, in researching the guy, something I was reminded of, why he reminds me so much of a pro wrestler, why he reminds me of a wrestling heel, is because, in fact, he was one. Back into the ropes again. Oh, break him, break him. Carl Malone with his first wrestling hold. He hooks on to Hollywood Hogan here. Hogan asked for the break of the rope, but Carl Malone pulled him out to the center of the ring again. Malone will have none of it here. Malone rules tonight. Feuding throughout the 1998 uh, NBA Finals with uh, the, between the Utah Jazz and the Chicago Bulls, Malone and Dennis Rodman mm. participated in a WCW match. They teamed up with Diamond Dallas Page in a tag team match. It was uh, it was Diamond Dallas and Malone versus God, not even versus not even Rodman. WWE. It was no. WCW. WCW. Uh. It was Diamond Dallas and Malone versus Rodman and Hulk Hogan. Hollywood Hogan at the time, and I believe, mirroring right? the mirroring the uh, the 1998 NBA Finals, Malone and Diamond Dallas lost to Rodman and Hogan. The, Jesus, the match was something of a financial hit, and it was uh, a criti- <laughs> it was a critical failure and a financial hit. John Powell of a uh, much like all of wrestling, John Powell of Slam Sports Online wrote that the match was. Mostly rudimentary headlocks, quote, rudimentary headlocks, slams, and clotheslines chewing up the dull 23-minute match that had the unenthusiastic crowd in attendance dispensing chants of boring, boring. (laughs) It was the highest-rated pay-per-view event of uh, 1998. But, um, yeah, Carl Malone, man, was a bad, bad, bald man. Splits the defense. They're trying to get rid of it. The Kukoc has it picked up. 
I mean, this was a very tough guy. He was very proud to be bald. Um, it, he was kind of Drexler-like in that in that way. He never shied away from being bald. He got big. He got ripped. Um, his body really evolved over the course of his career. You know, like early on in in in, in the uh, earlier part of the '80s, he wasn't the massive bear-like Carl Malone that we came to know later in his career. He was more, you know, he was a little bit more slender. And then mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he got just increasingly bigger and increasingly balder. And mm-hmm. um, he just, de- he really developed into this very, like, physical, tough, imposing man. And he really owned his baldness. I think that picture with him and his motorcycle kind of says it all. You know, this is a man that, like, wants to wear a leather jacket with nothing, like, with no shirt on underneath. Yeah, it. yeah, no undershirt, just a leather jacket. Be bald, be proud, have a mustache, wear cowboy yeah. boots. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, man, he's a very proud, bald man. Carl Malone of the Utah Jazz. Uh, he is my third overall selection here uh, in the third mm. round. My third bald, Carl Malone. Beautiful. Fantastic. Uh, another great pick. Um yeah, you you like your uh, your your NBA legends. Uh, what can I say? I mean, these are these are all Hall of Fame players. Uh, of course, Malone also played with Drexler on the '92 Dream Team. That's right, and uh, and I believe has the second most points in NBA history uh, behind fellow bald Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Yeah, man. I mean, for when I think about the bald when we when I think about like the bald role models that we grew up with. You know, mm-hmm. Malone is right there. I mean, he he was one of the prominent bald, um, like like the highly visible, successful balds of the NBA uh, that we grew up watching. You know, he went to the NBA Finals twice uh, in in the late '90s, lost to Michael Jordan both times. Um, mm-hmm. But seeing a bald achieve success at that very high level was a really big deal, and he was a no nonsense player, and. Um, yeah, he is. Uh, he's my third. Uh, he's my third round selection here. The fifth overall pick, um, Carl Malone, bald number three for C- Team CW. Uh, ben, you're on the clock whenever you're ready. Okay, um, fantastic stuff. Um, I'm going to go in a slightly different direction here, okay. Chris. Um, as you may know by now, um, oh, wow. the third round is. Oh, wow. Kind of, you know, we, we, we've crossed the, yep. uh, the the first half, the, the halfway point. Um, the big names are off the board. This is kind of the, the time that I relish. Um, this is uh, this is my magic hour. Um, so I'm gonna send you. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna drop a name on you that I almost can guarantee you you've never heard before. Um, but this is a guy that all I can I can only describe him as. He's sort of the 90-91 New Jersey Nets um, uh, acid wash denim of, of my balds draft. Um, and, uh, and his name is Don Adams. Uh, who is Don Adams, you're probably asking yourself. Go ahead. Um, well, Don Adams uh, was a six foot six uh, small forward. Um, who played uh, for uh, eight years from 1970 to 77? Uh, he was a journeyman. Uh-huh. Um, he, um, you know, he, he didn't play uh, more than uh, a couple seasons with with each team. Um, he uh, kind of kicked around the league. He started out uh, on the on the then San Diego Rockets in 1970. Um, then got traded to uh, the Atlanta Hawks, where he played about a season and a half. 
Um, then, uh, let's see, played a little bit uh, with the, um, the Detroit Pistons. Um, then I br- briefly uh, kind of had a little um, stint in the ABA with the Spirits of St. Louis. Um, I believe he played about 36 games with them before going back to the NBA and the Buffalo Braves, uh, where he uh, finished out the um, the remainder of his very short and unremarkable career. These um, photos are incredible. These are the yeah. these are the best photos that he, either of us is going to have all time. Here's here's the thing. I really don't have much to say about Don Adams. Um, <laughs> he was thoroughly unremarkable, except for. <laughs> His fucking hair. Yeah, I just and can't just get over how many to... of these photos are basketball cards. <laughs> yes, like... a lot of basketball cards. Uh, there was not a lot of... Uh, uh, of it's, it's more um... like we have photographic evidence that this guy played in the NBA. <laughs> yeah, there's a couple of newspaper clippings, a couple of very right. old tops basketball cards... Uh, a team for, photo um for the listening audience at home ben emailed me some photos of uh of don adams and in several of these photos he had to circle which player <laughs> was don uh, yeah so there's perfect. a great one of him getting uh like just hellaciously dunked, <laughs> dunked on, on by, by will chamberlain, chamberlain. um uh. yeah but this guy's all right. We have to talk about his hair. Okay. He looks like he kind of looks like uh, to me a cross between Uncle Phil yes. and Reginald Vell Johnson. Um, <laughs> oh, yes. But his hair is—it's like a horseshoe. Um, it's very unique. The, it's very. If the unique. horseshoe was like a mini afro, but the top isn't totally bald. Um, at no. least not in the beginning. There is a little patch of of, of astroturf um, on the very top middle of his head That's that is right. surrounded by a thicker, fluffier horseshoe of of afro hair. Um, I really, it's like words fail me. Um, it's just you just have to see it with your own eyes. And he sort um, of has two. Uh, I would say the tufts on the side sort of poof up, and and mm-hmm. and the center. The the center where he is going bald is like is closer to his scalp. So yeah, it's like matted down. Yeah, he does. They, he has these two kind of like horns or spikes almost. Like like yeah. he has these kind of like spikes on the edge where the center and and in the center he's thin. <laughs> yeah, it seems like I don't know if it's intentional. I feel like it would take me like hours to craft such uh, to sculpt such a. Uh, 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 an interesting and 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 mystifying shape um, out of one's hair. Uh, I don't know, or it was just Mother Nature who um, he you know he just allowed to to work her magic um, on on the top of his scalp. Um, yeah, he's um, he's just one of those guys I kept coming back to where I was like, I mean, a third round pick. This is insane. Obviously, I there was no risk of of you picking him. No, I could have easily is, gotten him in the fifth round. This is completely worth it. <laughs> but you know what I do. Um, you, you know my approach to these yep. to these things. You can, um, you cannot there waste was a pick. Yeah, there's no after, time to lose. Um, after doing a lot of research, I did fa- find uh, exactly one uh, mention of his name in an old Sports Illustrated article from 1975. Uh, where it reads, uh, quote, St. Louis, this is now the, uh, the ABA uh, team in St. Louis, the Spirits of St. Louis. St. Louis's sixth man is Don Adams, a burly, bald forward with a waistline only a bartender could love. Because that's the other thing about Don Adams. He was I, also like a big, not, chubby man. I would say he's not physically fit. Yeah. He does not have a, uh, a traditional NBA body. Um, Adams joined the Spirits in March, and the club won eight of its last 13 mm. games to finish third in the East. 
Adams was dropped by Detroit of the NBA in midseason after he had a tiff with Coach Ray Scott. St. Louis was not deterred by his $70,000 salary or impious attitude. Quote, I must be doing something right, says Adams. (laughs) Everywhere I go, we win. Maybe it's because I'm not strung out on statistics. I'm strung out on wins. Wow. (sighs) Now, to be clear here, um, I'm not entirely sure what he's talking about because um, in his rookie season uh, with the San Diego Rockets, in which he played all 82 games, the team went 40 and 42. Mm. Uh, His next season with the Hawks, uh, they went 36 and 46. Um, The following season, they went 40 and 42. Mm. Um, Later uh, in the 74-75 season with the Pistons, they went 40 and 42. And uh, the aforementioned Spirits of St. Louis of the ABA um, uh, during 74-75 when he was on the team went 32 and 52. So, um, yeah, I'm not entirely sure that Don uh, was... 100% 100% accurate with that quote. Um, but I love uh, I love his, his attitude can, and his spirit. Can I ask Ben a, cur- a personal question? Do you have a favorite look? Like, do you have a favorite jersey? Uh, do, you, do you have like, oh, wow, this was my favorite photo. This is my favorite image of him. Like, I got I to gotta be honest. I'm real fond of him in this Detroit blue. Yeah, the Detroit blue is nice. Um, that's very nice. I really love the the San Diego Rockets, yeah, which were I know, man. Um, they they had uh, very similar to the Sonics. They had like a great uh, gold and green, beautiful look. green. Um, and um, do we and ever, that was also. Do we ever I mean, see the Clippers rock the uh, like the the green uh, at all in like a throwback way? Do we do we know? Uh, I don't know if the Clippers ever did have any green in their uniforms. Yes. Yeah. Um, you know how yeah, to, you know how like the modern day clubs will sometimes like have a throwback to even when they were in a different city. You know what I mean? Right, like right. They'll, yeah, but yeah, yeah, it's a great look. The San Diego green is a great look. Yeah. So anyway, wow. that's my third pick. Sorry, everyone, that uh, there's no no way in hell you've ever heard of this guy. But Don Adams, I yeah, love it, Don, man. I Don Adams, it. I'm telling you, look him up. Um, all right, Ben, I'm shaking up the board here again. Um, kind of just. Want to do something a little different? Need to listen. Sure. Need to listen to my heart and uh, where my heart is right now. <clears throat> in round four, is maybe not where I was originally planning. So <clears throat> we are in round four here. This is the seventh overall selection. Team CW is on the clock. This will be my fourth bulb that I'll be selecting. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, here it is with the seventh overall selection. In the fourth round here, Ben, I'm very proud to select Sam Cassell. Oh, Sam Cassell. So I what a wild card. Did yeah, this will be. Sam I will get some criticism. That's fine. Bring it on. As I talked yeah. about at the top of the show, I need to do me. I got to be me. And this is where I was at. This is where my head was at. Um, wow. Sam Cassell, this guy, Ben, had a cockiness and an arrogance. That was like, frankly, well beyond his years, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and oh, yeah. almost kind of transcended basketball. I mean, and that began with his bald, you know, that began with his bald head. Um, mm-hmm. As a young, wide eyed Knicks fan, you know, in the 90s BC, we learned all too well how special a player Sam I am would eventually become. He's one of those guys that... Yeah, if, if by special you mean thoroughly detested. Thoroughly detested. We know. Yeah. I mean, this was a thorn in our side, this guy. Oh, I mean, um, he's one of those guys that, that got the most out of his talent. 
Cassell for three. Sam Cassell doing it right in the face of Patty Hardaway. Cassell racing across. Cassell. What a shot by Sam Cassell. It will count, so Cassell with a three, and then a two, and the race against the clock. After three quarters, Watkins 90, and the Magic 71. There's kind of a... I was thinking about it, man. There's kind of like a Rajon Rondo vibe to him, you know? Oh, yeah, like, he, was a, he was a troll. He His greatest skill to me was clearly his brain, you know? He was mm. such an intelligent passionate player he was constantly outthinking his opponents right he was always winning the psychological battles mm-hmm. and in terms of on the court temperament you know again i mentioned rondo cassell was almost like cassell was almost like a bald patrick beverly right mm-hmm, he came mm-hmm. into the league Absolute. he had yeah, a dog right he, yeah he came into Ir- the an league. irritant yeah came into the league in 1993 at a florida state he was drafted 24th overall by the houston rockets um similar to rondo in that respect right late first round pick and he helped lead his team to back-to-back titles in 1993 94 and 94 95 with the houston rockets and then eventually he'd win a third nba title with the boston celtics in 2008, when who was his teammate but Rajon Rondo? Again, the, mm. the Rondo comparison comes yeah. full circle here. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, both guys, Rondo, Cassell, they were both late first-round draft picks who started and helped their teams right away in their rookie years win uh, NBA titles. In terms of his hair, let's talk about the bald, Ben. Mm-hmm. So there is a there is a undeniably otherworldly bordering on like extraterrestrial quality to Cassell's bald. Like he, yeah, I would say his entire head was very, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, he was just, it was a very prominent head, frankly, like he was intimidating. His bald was intimidating. Sam Cassell was, you know, he was ushered into the league as a bald at the age of 24 during the Jordan Bick era, right? Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and he was he was someone that was balding when he was at Florida State. Yeah, clearly balding in college. Yes, which I, which I really appreciate. Yeah, I, I needed to confirm that. Um, he, may, yeah. he he may have been higher up. Uh, I mean, I think he's appropriately drafted here, but I really wanted to do the research here just to make sure. Uh, that he was definitely bald in college or or balding in college. But he played two years at San Jacinto in California, which I believe is a junior college, and then transferred to Florida State. And uh, this is someone that, like, epitomizes what we love in a bald. You know, like, he's all grit. He's all grind. He's no nonsense. He's not – this is not someone that's caught up in vanity, right? Like, Mm -hmm. this is a guy that, like, made a living doing the dirty work. He's like, I'm not here to be pretty. I'm not here, you know, like, I'm I'm not worried. I'm not trying to win a beauty contest. I'm trying to win NBA titles. I'm trying to win rings. But I got news for you, Ben. Guess what? Bald is beautiful, okay? (laughs) And I want to say to you, Sam, I am. I want to say to you, Sam Cassell, you are beautiful. We see you for your bald. We love you for your bald. We love your scalp. And... He was intimidating, man. Like he put himself out there. He was loud. He was proud. He was very. He was. He was very like visible as a bald in the league. He was an all star. He was a three time NBA champ. And um, 
I'm very proud to select him. He's, uh, I think he really like, he like squeezed every bit of talent out of himself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And uh, very proud to select Sam Cassell with my fourth overall selection here in round four. Sam Cassell, Sam Cassell, my fourth overall bald. Well, it's a pick I can't uh, in in good conscience endorse, Chris. I'm sorry. Wow. Um, I I have to, um, uh, uh, you know, Put put a marker down on the record here and say I um, do not support this pick. Uh-huh. I do not like Sam Cassell. Uh-huh. Um, I don't find him beautiful. Uh-huh. Wow. Um, you find, find him, him to be what? Annoying. You find him mean, annoying. Fr- frankly, he, he broke your heart. Uh, you can never forgive him. He came, yeah, he, just he came into the league of... and stole an NBA championship from you and I. And this series has come to this. It would be excruciating and devastating to the team that loses this game. Rockets need a field goal desperately here. 48 seconds left. The Rockets down by two. It has come down to this. Elijah Watts spins inside on Ewing. Picks it up back to Cassell. Here's Cassell for three. They got it. The rookie hit it. Wow. Big shot by Cassell. One poise by the rookie out of and another thing is that he shaved his head pretty early on. So, I mean, honestly, like, I don't even give him that much credit for being a natural bald. He was he was bicking it real, real quickly. Wow. I mean, by the time he was a rookie. So, I mean, on top of everything else, his uh, just general, you know. Vibe. Un- unpleasantness. Uh, and, uh, you know, hey, listen, I'm sure he's a great guy. I, I uh, obviously don't know him personally. But I uh, just as a... Uh, from my experience as a uh, Knicks fan in 1994, I can't. Uh, you got I scars. Can't get behind this. You got scars. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, and I'm, uh, you know, I'm not afraid to let, let those color my uh, my opinion. Okay. Um, All right, man. But, uh, You're on the clock. Hey. You're on the clock here. <laughs> You're up with your fourth over a fourth overall selection. This is pick number eight overall, round four, Team BC. You're on the clock. Give me your fourth bald whenever you have it. So let's see here with my this is my fourth pick uh, I believe eighth overall yep um, uh, round four I am oof now this is where I really have I, to be honest with you Chris I've got five names left on my board um, and I'm gonna go with um, okay I'm gonna go with a guy that I had mentioned to you previously uh, offline. Uh, this guy started out, it's funny, so this guy started out as, um, originally he was like, oh, uh, clear, you know, top five pick, um, and then as I did more research, he slid down and out of my top five Mm. altogether, Mm. um, and, and other balls came in to replace him, and then at the, at the 11th hour, at the very last minute, in fact, just this afternoon, earlier today, I was doing a, one last little bit of research, and, um, and gazing at this guy's uh, beautiful head, and I realized that I had to, I had to stick with my my initial instincts here, and go with um, the bald, uh, the beautiful bald known as Larry Nance Senior. Yes, Senior. Um, now, uh, for those of you who don't know Larry Nance, uh, he was uh, an awesome, awesome player in the '80s. Um, with the uh, with the Phoenix Suns and then later the Cleveland Cavaliers um, had just a really uh, like awesome successful career over uh, 12, 12 or thirteen seasons. Um, he was a three time NBA All Star. He was of course the nineteen eighty four Slam Dunk champion. Now Larry Nance to the Phoenix Suns.
the inaugural slam dunk contest uh, in the in the NBA. Um, of course, following the ABA's dunk contest in '76, um, and uh, he was an awesome bald. He started going bald in like the mid '80s, um, and then his bald developed into um, I would claim the best um, widow's peak um, like bald in NBA history. Um, it just really um, kind of grew or, uh, you know, reverse grew into this awesome little arrow um, at the top of his head um, that over time, um, the, his hair kind of grew at, at various points. He kind of had like a little mini flat top in like the early 90s, um, but he never strayed from from his baldness. He never shaved it. Um, he uh, He just allowed himself to... Uh, to gradually uh, let that let that hairline uh, inch back. Yeah, um, wow. And um, yeah, I just I just loved his. I just always thought he had such a cool look um, and just an awesome player. Like when I go back and look at his stats, um, I realize this guy would have been like probably my favorite fantasy basketball player of all time. Um, he was incredibly incredibly consistent. Um, over like the course of 11 years as a starter, he never averaged fewer than 16 points or eight rebounds. Um, uh, he was also an awesome shot blocker. He was a power forward, not a center, but as a power forward, he was regularly averaging two and a half, uh, 2.8 blocks a game. Um, also like had super high field goal percentage, um, even a pretty solid free throw percentage as a big man. Um, like he just had like no holes in his game. Um, again, never really got like, uh, you know, that much hype. He was a very like kind of no nonsense guy, um, as a player, but, uh, but a great dunker, uh, of course, um, that, uh, that 84 performance is just like legendary, the, the reverse of windmills and stuff that he, that he did with his, uh, long legs and high socks. Um, just awesome looking. And, uh, yeah. So Larry Nance senior is my, my fourth bald. Love it, man. Wow. Um, all right, Ben. I'm going to make my final selection here, and I want to let you know um, I'm totally changing course. Okay. Totally changing wow. course. Yeah. Uh, I'm just doing this on the fly, so I don't, okay. I don't have much prepared. Um, I'm going to need your help a little bit. So Ooh, I, think okay. you, I think you're up to the task. All right. But, all right. Um, yeah, here it is. With my fifth overall selection in round five, Team CW is very proud to select Jeff Van Gundy. I know Whoa. this is a outside-the-box pick. I understand oh, that this amazing. is a NBA players draft, uh, Ben. Oh. But like, Oh, my God. Oh, look at that baldness. Let's be honest, Ben. Oh, jeez. Um, Jeff Van Gundy. You just, you just broke the game, Chris. Is, this is a, a game-breaking moment. Jeff Van Gundy is maybe oh. the most, I don't know, important bald in our lives from oh a basketball gosh. perspective in the last, I don't know, 20 years. Um, God damn. This is a guy that... I really forgot exactly what was going on with with some of these looks that he had. Yeah, wow. man. Well, the thing that you forget about Van Gundy, and you see it there in that that photo I sent you of him and Ewing, is the man was basically a bald boy. Um, oh yeah! Like he, he <laughs> like for the listening audience at home, you're familiar now with the uh, you know Jeff Van Gundy, the commentator on TV, who's I think sure. 55 years old, right? So he's grown into. Is his he bald- only 55 right now? Yeah, dude. He's yeah. Uh, he's he's sort of grown into his baldness, and you know we accept. Oh yeah, that's that's a middle aged man who's bald. But what yeah. what you're probably missing is that. He was a he was a balding man in like his late twenties, early thirties as an assistant 
with the mm-hmm. Knicks. Um, this is a guy that... Of course, standing side by side uh, alongside um, one of the most beautiful, perfect, full heads of hair in NBA history, Pat Riley. That's the, right. The head coach. That's right. Yeah. I mean, he just... Yeah. The contradiction of those two images, Pat Riley and Jeff Van Gundy. I actually just want to Google his age when he took over. So, okay. Wow. For the listening audience at home, Jeff Van Gundy was basically a 33-year-old boy. Like, he yeah. he really had the face of a young boy and he looked like when he like in in some of these pictures like it looks like his suit is like that's his dad's point. suit that, that he that, that he stole that's really the key point ben like if you've seen the movie big if you've seen <laughs> the movie big with tom hanks it's a boy who's wearing a man's suit on yeah. a basketball court like being guided by charles oakley and patrick ewing and anthony mason yeah. and these big tall men and he's just trying his best, and he does not have all of his hair. In fact, it's yeah. he's losing it pretty rapidly. He somehow has he has a man. He's wearing a man's suit, and he has a man's hairline. But he himself is a boy. But he is clearly like he is clearly a sixteen-year-old boy in that photo of him <laughs> talking to Patrick Ewing. Um, he he's just a legend, man. Like he took his job so seriously. He. Yeah. He represented everything we loved about basketball in New York during the nineties. He was just a tough son of a gun, man. Like he was, he was no nonsense. He got the most out of his team. He was an underdog, mm-hmm. and it made you could clearly see that the job was like killing him. Yeah, like, dude. He, like slowly, day by day, my, year by year. My brother used to say this thing where he was like, "You just see Jeff Van Gundy in these Knicks press conferences, like sucking on a diet coke, like always with a diet coke in his hand, always with a diet you coke. Knew, like the, you knew it was like the, the like twelfth one. The of, of bags the under his eyes were just getting yeah. so intense and so heavy he would just have these and he would just be wearing these like oversized t-shirts he just looked so unhealthy jeff any regrets about the comments made uh, somewhat in jest about michael jordan uh, it seemed like he kind of took the heat and lit up 51 points tonight I mean, any regrets what's that now i couldn't you regret hear saying some of the things about the course of the week about michael jordan i didn't say anything this week about it well you made some comments that you know sometimes people are in awe of michael jordan sometimes michael jordan kind of pretends to be friends with people and then he seems to have big nights against people while they're smiling no i don't have any regrets i told the truth and he had a big night he played a great game that's the usual for him he plays very well he's a great player at the same time i i believe everything i said you have to go at him as hard as he goes at you and he uses every weapon to his advantage that he can some physical some mental i was proud of our guys they went right at him he had a great night made some big shots and it's actually a little weird to see him now on tv looking so like healthy again i mean i'm happy for the guy but oh, like, yeah the fact that we see jeff van gundy now with like a proper fitting suit and a tan and like a smile is is almost like a little unsettling to me yeah yeah it's a little jarring um but yeah man jeff van gundy like he's everything that we loved about that knicks team in the 90s like mm. i said the 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 classic everyman, the classic underdog. Um, he had that fighting spirit. Obviously, he he went on the court to in, in in the brawl with the Miami Heat. He dived on Alonzo Mourning's leg 
trying to, you know, save his team, come to the rescue of his team. And uh, mm-hmm. we love Jeff Van Gundy, man. He'll always be a hero to us. So that's my my last and final pick here in round five. Um, that's the ninth overall selection. My fifth bald is Jeff Van Gundy, BC. Jeff Van Gundy. Jeff Van Gundy. I love it. You're on the clock. I love it. Yeah. So, so smart. Because we never actually, you know, uh, cl- I, I, clarified that it had to be players. I know it, was it wasn't NBA like, balls. Yeah, I know it's a little bit of an outlier, but <laughs> I just feel it's important. Uh, yeah, so it was it was what was in my heart. All right. Fantastic. I, I have absolutely no problem with that whatsoever. Unlike your previous picks, which uh, I am still upset about. Um, okay, so this is my my final pick, my fifth and final pick, the tenth pick in our balds draft. Um, my gosh, this is not easy. I've got um, th- I've got four guys left that I, I could easily pick here. Um, I mean, I, if we had a little more time, we could do a little lightning round. Um, I might just have to send some some of these to you offline. Um, but for my Um, Since I went so obscure with my third pick, I'm going to save some of the the more obscure names. Um, And instead, I'm going to go with uh, my fifth uh, and final bald, um, legendary point guard. Well, legendary to me anyway. Scott Skiles. Wow, sure. Yeah. Remember Scott Skiles? Of course. Fantastic Um, selection. Yeah, loved Scott Skiles, um, you know, uh, played his prime years with the Orlando Magic um, uh, back in the 90s, uh, you know, was Shaq's point guard uh, his, his rookie year, um, Shaq's rookie year in 92-93. Um, Scott Skiles was a guy, um, he was kind of like the player version of Jeff Van Gundy right. in that he was uh, undersized, um, you know, clearly not as athletic uh, as, as some of his, uh, you know, peers. Um, he was a six foot one guy from Indiana, uh, went to Michigan State um, uh, and just played the game with a real chip on his shoulder. Uh, frankly, he seemed like one of the most uh, humorless humps in NBA history. Just like a real like I don't think I ever saw him smile. He was constantly just like you know, like trying, uh, you know, way too hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, you know, that's the, like the only way he knew how to play the game. Um, Taking everything stuff, incredibly seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Incredibly seriously. And clearly, um, it did not help his hairline. Nope. Um, he was going bald by his rookie year. Yeah. This is uh, the Van the Gundy. Bucks. This is the Van Gundy of the player of the players. Yeah. yeah. And, and sure enough, he did of course go on, t- uh, to a, uh, a pretty successful, uh, uh, head coaching career. Mm-hmm. Um, um, uh, from uh, from like 1999 to 2016, uh, coached the Suns, Bulls, Bucks, and the Magic. Um, I love this but, photo of him stretching. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. There's some there's some really great shots that I found. Um, uh, I, I love the one of of uh, uh, seven foot four Rick Smiths leaning over to talk to him. He's like fully upright, and Rick <laughs> Smiths is like practically like doubled over to just right. get within like yeah. ear shot of him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, he was like a little scrappy, scrawny, um, like gnat of a of a player. Um, but he was actually awesome. Um, he had uh, some really, really great years with the Magic. Mm. Um, he averaged um, uh, fifteen points and nine point four assists in ninety two ninety three. Um, he also holds the single game record for assists in a game with thirty two, um, which he uh, Wait, racked up. What? No, sorry, thirty. Yeah, thirty. Um, and, uh, in December of 1990, Wait, uh, did you Skiles say thir- had 30 assists, three, zero 30 assists in one game. 
in a 155 to 116 victory over the Denver Nuggets. All right, everybody's standing. Here it is. It goes to Reynolds. He does shoot. Scott Skiles has broken the all-time NBA record. Yeah, so he was uh, he was a jitterbug out there, and um, yeah, he won the NBA Most Approved Player in 1991, um, and. Uh, just had the the head of hair that kind of matched his game. It was just kind of ugly and uh, and 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 short yep. and scrawny and scrappy. But it was there. It always stayed there. He never shaved it off. Um, uh, and um, yeah, and that was that was Scott Skiles in a nutshell. Really um, love it. Weird, weird. Uh, one last little bit of trivia about Scott Skiles, which I was shocked to learn, because um, he really doesn't seem like the kind of guy that this would have happened to. But back when he was in college at Michigan State, um, he was uh, he was arrested for marijuana and cocaine possession. Scott Skiles, um, yeah, in uh, in September of 1984. It's maybe um, not who I was expecting to be arrested for that. <laughs> right? Yeah. He uh, apparently was uh, quite the party animal. Um, I mean, I can't imagine him really having any friends. Um, but um, but I guess, uh, you know, back in college, uh, he was hey, man. a bit, bit, of a bad, bit of a bad boy. Yeah, man. You, you work hard. You, you play hard. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so, yeah. Scott Skiles is my fifth and final pick. Um, it's a nostalgic one. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think it... Oh, he also... Um, Really looks a lot like uh, the actor Michael Rooker. Sure. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with <laughs> sure. him, but uh, yeah. just ha- just had to point that out. Sure. Um, yeah, love love Michael Rooker and uh, love love Scott. Ben, before you hop off here, I feel like we owe um, we owe we we should say that you know balls the natural balls really did inspire some players uh, in the later years to start bicking and shaving their heads. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. uh, do we want to sort of pour one out for a couple of the guys who took the leap and decided it would be cool to shave their head? Or uh, is that is that not something you want to address on this pod? I mean, if you want to, I'll, I'll leave it to you. You know, for, I've, I, as I've said before, I, I, um, I hold a, a slightly you know, higher <laughs> level of respect for, for, the, for the men out there who, um, who just, um, you know, kept with their natural look. Um, okay. Then, but uh, you know, no, no, hey, no, no. like then I'm not gonna, I'm, you know, and anyone, no, 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 like uh, obviously you got to do what you got to do, whatever, whatever you do to feel beautiful and comfortable in your own skin, I, that's what I support 100. percent So I'm not gonna say it's a bad decision or one that I that I look down upon. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, if you want to talk about, I mean, Michael Jordan is the obvious, sure. uh, most famous one. Um, so Jordan who, uh, was someone that was balding, um, you know, obviously probably considered the greatest player of all time. Michael Jordan was balding. We have photographic evidence of Jordan as a bald in the late eighties. Uh, then he made the decision to follow through with a haircut to Bic, to, to go fully bald, um, mm-hmm. as a fashion statement. And, you know, I, I do think we should maybe just say that, like, let's face it, Jordan's success, um, inspired many people to to well, a lot of guys with full heads of hair to go fully bald and, oh yeah and absolutely. um so you know let's let's pour one out for michael jordan um you know it inspired guys like whether it was lamar odom whether it was uh you know uh antoine walker whether it was ray allen mm. you know uh, chris weber chris weber Kevin yeah. Garnett, I couldn't really verify if he was balding or what, but I think of guys like Horace Grant. I think of guys mm-hmm. like Gary Payton. I think of guys like uh, 
Jermaine O'Neal. I think of, uh, you know, Corey Maggette or um, who else? Who else? Who else? Yeah. I mean, Shaquille O'Neal. Shaquille um, O'Neal. Jerry Stackhouse. Jamal Mashburn, right? Mm-hmm. Like all... all- he- he- Harold Miner, yep. baby Jordan himself. Prominent yeah. balds, prominent balds. Uh, you know, Anthony Peeler balded. Uh, Dale Davis Barkley, went bald. Barkley was a great bald. Barkley yeah. was a great bald. Bo Outlaw was a bald. All these guys, many of them were, you know, felt that they had the space. They felt like they had permission to to be bald. They wanted to be like yeah. Mike, you know. Xavier Xavier McDaniel. That's right. Um, uh, one of the one of our favorite things uh, from our childhood was when the Knicks uh, would um, begin the playoffs. A lot of the guys on the team would shave their heads intentionally out of a uh, uh, camaraderie. Yeah, I mean, um, it probably speaks so volumes. I love, I love seeing Oakley, Oakley, and Derek Harper go bald. That was in- that, that was a sign that you know it was playoff time. Yeah, man. I mean, think about that, Ben. Like in in the nineties, like think of the, all the guys. Like that was a that was a sign of like camaraderie, right? Like of yeah, unity like, on a just team. Badassness. We're, we're yeah. gonna shave our heads together. And, uh, you know, so it was, it was really cool. You know, it was a proud thing to be bald. So, um, all right, let's, let's call it quits here. I know you're, you're in a time crunch, but Ben, thank you so much for hopping on, on the pod. This was a lot of fun. We finally did the bald draft. Yep. And, uh, um, I'm just going to name three quick names, okay. uh, for honorable, honorable mention. I won't even get into them, but, um, if you want to see some, some more beautiful balds, uh, look up Gus Williams, um, legendary point guard for the supersonics. Uh, and then Granville Waiters, uh, that's Granville, uh, last name Waiters, and Bob Weiss. Um, yeah, those are just some names. Uh, I'll send you some photos offline. Great. Um, but uh, yeah, there are a lot more uh, fantastic balds out there. So I encourage everyone to uh, to do their own research and, and celebrate those balds uh, in, in your own time. Be bald, be beautiful, BC. This was a lot of fun. We will talk to you uh, next week. We did it. Fantastic balding with you, Chris. Thanks, BC. I'll talk to you soon. All right, that was the Balds Draft. Hope you guys enjoyed that. My name's Chris Wendelkin. This is On The Line. You can tweet at me at onthelinepod underscore pod. Find us on Instagram. You can always email me at onthelinepod at gmail.com. Check out previous episodes on our website, onthelinepodcast.com. Please rate, review, subscribe to the show in Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get podcasts. Have a great week. Enjoy the off season. Do something fun. Get outside. Enjoy the fall weather. And I'll talk to you next week.